0: Hey guys, we're about to get into this episode here real quick. Uh, we're being joined by Preethi. if you remember her. She's a DJ, and uh, she moved to New York City, and so she's joining us remote. We're going to have that up for you shortly. Um, Jonathan's going to give us a, a rundown of our time, talent, treasure, and if you guys feel froggy to go over to our website and donate, you can do that at www.localearshot/donate. I'm a little... Fond of the, the, was it the third T? That's my favorite one. Treasure. Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. So give them, give them, give, (laughs) give the people some little knowledge here, man. Uh,
1: all right. Um, so uh, the local earshot podcast runs on the three tenets of um, the value for value system, which is time, talent, and treasure. Uh, the first T is ta- um, or is time, and so whenever people listen to an episode, they are giving their time up, um, you know, because they could listen to a lot of different things, but they ch- they chose to listen to our episodes, um, and um, and also they can give their time in other other ways by just going around telling people, being active on our social media, thank accounts. thank you, um, and all those things. Uh and then uh, as for talent, if you're an artist and you want to be on the show, then you can reach out to me at John at the local earshot.com or you can reach out at Brad on our Instagram page or me on my f- on the uh, Facebook page uh or on my Facebook page, whatever on Facebook. Um and then a uh, treasure if you want to donate, um as Brad said, then you can go over to our page, um, thelocalearshot.com. There'll be a tab. It says um, donate. If you click on that, then um, there is uh, three options. Well, actually, yeah, three options now, four, four options uh, to be able to donate. So uh, we take Cash App, we take Vitmo, we take crypto, and now we also take um, PayPal. And, uh, with, and with any type of donation, um, if you give, uh, which we're, we're doing the one year, uh, rule. It was a rule that was put into place, um, by, uh, other podcasts that do value for value. For every year, they just kind of up their thing. Um, and so, you know, uh, No Gen has been around for about 14 years. They do a thousand dollar thing, uh, where if you're a knight or dame, you pay a thousand dollars to become one. Um, and so then, when you go to events and stuff, you can say you're a knight or a dame, or, or you can be, you know, during meetups and stuff. It's kind of a title. Hmm. Uh, and so, uh, so what what I decided was was that um, that any donation, uh, we're we're going to call our producers rockers. Um, and if you are if you donate a hundred dollars or more, then you become a rock star. Uh, and if you donate a thousand dollars or more, which is crazy. Rare at this level, but Folks, but I you, haven't donated a thousand dollars to the show. Yeah, exactly. I have I've, I've only so put about half of that into this. So God um, bless you, people. So far, other than hosting, <laughs> but if you but if you donate a thousand dollars more, I'm going to consider you a rock god. So you can come um, be on the fucking show. Yeah, you can be on the show anytime you want <laughs> if you give me a thousand dollars. But uh, yeah, so I mean that's. That's basically what we're doing, um, and so I've been setting up those uh, those subscriptions through um, pay- PayPal. But uh, people just keep their own accounting. Um, basically, like a, if you if you donate five bucks, then you just put it down somewhere. Uh, I'll try to keep records of all that stuff too, so then um, we can have somewhere. Because I mean, we do have records of it. It's was wherever the transaction happens. Yeah, it's all so, online. Well, though. so the moment you really say that you that you probably made it, we'll 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 trust you if you you know because we'll know if
0: you did because we'll we'll see your name keep
1: coming up donating. So, um, well,
0: yeah. and if you donate twenty bucks or so, we'll give you a shout out on the show. I'll, I'll, and help. Drop us a line. Maybe you have a good idea. Tell us it sucks, but I ain't reading your fucking ideas if you ain't paying me to do it. So that's the rule, right? I don't give a shit about your email if there ain't no money <laughs> behind it. So, all right, guys, are you all ready right. to get out of here, man? Yeah. All right, let's go smoke this bowl. All right, sounds good. Well, I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life, and if that's destiny, I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life, and if that's destiny, damn, I
1: destroyed myself, but you contributed. I destroyed myself, but you helped. I destroyed myself, but you contributed.
0: I destroyed my Hello, everybody welcome to the local earshot podcast i'm here with jonathan grissom with more bands media how you doing man i'm good man i'm rad biggs um i'm a jack of all trades master of none uh we're in here with uh prevy she was one of our early guests on the show when she was still in oklahoma and now she is in brooklyn new york am i right yeah so uh a lot of changes how was uh How's been the the last year for you since moving up there?
2: Um, it. I mean, you know, New York is an adjustment.
0: <laughs> it's well, from Oklahoma. You know, I can imagine. I miss
2: the. I miss the comforts of home. You know, like Oklahoma, and you. I mean, you know me. I'm a huge fan of Oklahoma City, so like, I miss. It's just so easy. Life is easy, you know, easy living. And it has like kind of a Californian vibe now. And so I kind of miss that. Um, and of course, I miss my friends and my favorite places. So, and so I'm happy to be here in New York. And I've definitely been getting a lot of gigs and everything. But I just, I just miss like the easy living.
0: <laughs> well, is, was that the primary uh, motivation to, to move? back up there was to, to basically at least be able to do what you do in a scene that already exists. Because, I mean, when you were on the show last time, I know COVID was in full swing, and what little gigs you already had in a small scene in Oklahoma for electronic music and that type of thing just completely shattered it. I mean, there was nothing after that. So was that the primary motivation, or uh-huh. were you family? I or
2: say it really shattered it because since Oklahoma was not in lockdown that long and so while there wasn't as much going on there were the there was still that underground you know I and I I DJed every month the whole pandemic like outdoors until it got too cold oh yeah and I had some and I actually had some amazing gigs like the Halloween (laughs) I had like two gigs during that big ice storm um so it wasn't actually that bad for me as a DJ during the pandemic like it would have been if I was here and but and then when I came back here things were starting to pick up again but the vibe in New York is definitely different it's like yeah I think the extended lockdown here psychologically affected a lot of people and then the amount of money that the state has to allocate towards COVID nineteen resources took away from a lot of the programs and services for mental health and health care and that affects artists. Oh yeah. You know? And so a lot of people are underinsured and like, you know, like they just don't have the protections they normally would have. So and then and then people lost a lot of money or had to leave because there weren't the arts affected so much or restaurants and bars shut down so it's like the vibe even though things are picked up again and the and the masks mandates are pretty much like you can go out now without wearing a mask and everything but so even though everybody's out again though it changed it left this indelible mark on the city yeah that's definitely been hard to adjust to um so, yeah. So, so I will say it has been a good move and I'm enjoying myself, but I do miss Oklahoma.
0: So uh, to that end, like, what are some of the differences that are, um, cause I've never been to New York City. Um, biggest mm-hmm. city I've been to would be, um, Chicago, Dallas. probably Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is a madhouse, but, uh, mm-hmm. never been to New York. Um, so what, what are some of like perceived Uh, differences someone like me who uh, totally ignorant from Oklahoma versus some of the actual realities differences because like things like we hear it's ungodly expensive and you know you spend four thousand dollars a month for a a 10 square foot closet or you know stuff like that I I mean and I know it exists but it can't possibly be as pervasive as they say Obviously, nobody would be able That's to live bad. in New York City.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can find, you can find, you have to, you can find things that middle class people can afford, that you have to, because the middle class people support the city, you know, we support the city the service industry and everything. So there are places that, but you have to make so many sacrifices. Like mm-hmm. I lived in a house by myself in, in the middle of Oklahoma City you know and now i live in a one bedroom apartment i live in a fifth floor walk up and it takes me an hour to get to manhattan sometimes you wow. know like yesterday i had a gig i took the train and it took me an hour. it took me about 45 minutes to get there which is like quick <laughs> that's considered quick anything less than an hour is considered quick
0: man
2: <laughs> and um and it's so expensive like I went okay so I had a gig down in the Lower East Side and I thought let me or no it was in the East Village which is next to this other neighborhood the Lower East Side so I thought let me go to my friend's gig pop in and say hi and then go to my thing and it was a little cold so I thought I'll take an Uber from the first place to the second place it was literally 14 blocks and they wanted the Uber price was like 30 bucks. Oh
0: my gosh. Holy shit. Yeah. Whoa. And
2: I'm like 30 bucks. That's two, $2 a block, you know, and because of the surge pricing of that time, you yeah. know, yeah. and whereas sometimes it'll cost 30 bucks for me to go all the way home, which is like really far. So it just depends on what time and then, you know, rent everything here is so expensive and you get that it becomes very stressful and it's hard to have fun and, and, all the things that make the city so interesting and a novelty, it's hard to enjoy them if you're a struggling artist, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of, I'm, but that's nothing new, you know? New York has always been a playground for the rich. And sometimes when you're like an artist or a service industry person, you know, like you, you, you feel like you're a servant the city you know what i mean like we're just here to make the city cool for rich people <laughs> so yeah
0: well it's it, it's definitely a, a a vibe difference i hear from people talk about new york that's different from uh i don't know oklahoma city for sure but like block to block is literally a different scene up there or in those type of cities, whereas, like, in Oklahoma City, you can go from north side all the way to the south side of it, and you'll pretty much run into the same people, you know? it's. I mean, there are some some areas that are divided, but it's not like you go one block and it's totally different, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Oklahoma City is a lot more diverse and quirky than people would assume. You know, we have the arts districts, like um the paseo and you have the you know the we kind of have a Chinatown like a little Asia Asian district you know so the, it's very like quirky and diverse more than people would think like and and the thing is another misconception in New York there's a lot of racism here there's er, like the neighborhood I lived in before this one was very conservative and like people would look at me weird cuz it wasn't the neighborhood for artsy and quirky people. It was a very conservative neighborhood. And, like, there was there was nowhere to go for coffee. There was nowhere to go eat. Like, because the neighborhood is full of, like, very religious people who just stay home all the time. Hmm. And so it was a very nice, safe neighborhood, but it was not what you think of when you think of New York, where you can hang out. Like, the where Why? I live now is much more New York-y. Like, there's coffee shops and you know, restaurants and bars and stuff everywhere. Um, And then there's a conception that people in New York are mean. And while there are a lot of people who are trying to hustle you here, you know, like shady landlords or whatever, you know, the people are actually nice here. Like there's a solidarity because it's tough to live here. And then going through things like 9-11 and COVID and like people here have this, kind of sense of we're in this together we're fighting this fight together you know so people are actually really nice and really they want to help you know so people are a lot nicer here than than their reputation gives them
0: uh and Um, it's it's interesting to hear that because i mean there's a lot of people uh, vice uh, flip the script uh, people come from um new york or um uh, la or whatever and they come to oklahoma and think that we're all just chewing tobacco and you know, wearing flannel shirts, talking about fucking I don't know what's who. You we know, might be a redneck or some shit. You know, We're living in
1: a teepee. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. that's
0: a big one too. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny I, though. I, I don't mean, I
2: think I've ever seen a real teepee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I did on a on an a uh, Indian reservation like uh, museum thing for yeah. uh, the Cherokees. They have a they have a like a whole. Um, they, they kept their whole area reservation set up the way it used to be and they have a museum and stuff. So I've seen it out there, but that was the only time I ever saw a TV.
2: Yeah. And then there's like, also, I think people here in New York, they act like, Oh, Oklahoma city. And then I'm like, it's actually really fashionable and cool and fun because people have money. Cause they don't spend it all on rent <laughs> <laughs> so they can buy fresh clothes and stuff. And like, you know, people in New York are not as fashionable. Just because you're here doesn't make you more cool or more stylish or more anything. It's just bigger. Yeah. That's the only thing. And, and there are people who are very fashionable and cool, whatever, but they, they're set at such a distance, you know, like, you
1: know, hmm.
0: Well, uh, um, on the on that with uh, the scene, like you said, it's opening back up. I mean, in Oklahoma, it's uh, we've been basically full bore for a while now. So, yeah. um, with that happening, um, what are some of your more lucrative gigs? Are they are they live? Or are they you're still doing the Twitch thing? Like, what is what is the scene um, really kind of doing since all this is now opening back yeah. up?
2: I mean, I'm still live streaming just because it's fun and. I can be in my socks, you know, but I'm not live streaming as much because I am playing live, you know, I am playing live quite a bit. Um, And what's cool about being here, like when I was in Oklahoma, I had to play a lot of genres that I liked, but they weren't my favorite or my forte. And here I have a lot more creative freedom and I, because there's, again, it's just bigger. So there's more, there's more gigs and there's gigs in little niche genres that, you know, there's not even a scene for in Oklahoma. So, and I'm a drum and bass DJ. And Oklahoma has some really good drum and bass DJs, but there's not really a big scene for it. Yeah. Not enough to sustain two or three gigs a month or something. And here I can I can do that. And then and I play a little house in techno too. Um, so.
0: Is that, um, is it like, um like down here, I've noticed is um, festivals again. Normal music festivals going on right now. Your camera keeps adjusting to this light; it's driving me crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, dark light, dark oh, light. Okay. Uh, that's Oh just... uh,
2: yeah, I thought it was like some disco uh, lighting. Oh, oh no, no, well
0: he can do that. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, but like the festival thing, it's like it's, it's good and bad. It's like they, I get it. It's opening back up. Everyone wants to see as much as they can. Cause they've been missing it for so long. But to me, it can be so much and, um, you can only be one place at a time. So, um, from a, artist side of things i know those can be very lucrative but on a fan side of things i know you a lot of it gets lost in the hustle of trying to see so many bands in one place so what is is, are the festivals thing kind of a thing there or is it more just a club yeah
2: no there's festivals are such a thing especially now that summer's coming it's like festival season and there's a lot of things in the parks with multiple bands or hip-hop artists or you know just or DJs or whatever. And then there's the camp out festivals that are in the woods and New England and, you know, Pennsylvania and stuff. And I, I okay, so I'm weird. I don't like festivals there.
0: Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I don't like them. I'm like, I'm with like you. Going. I'm with <laughs> I you.
2: <don't> like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been to some cool festivals, I've had a good time. It's just, I'm five feet tall at parades and crowds. <laughs> Doesn't work for me.
0: <laughs> well, I somehow always tend to find a spot directly in front of uh, a chick like you at most festivals. And most of them are not shy about letting me know that. <laughs> <laughs> too tall, but, yeah. like,
2: I mean, and it's also it's the weather and just. Like it's too, and then it's too much. Like for me, I get overstimulated, and I'm like, I can't. Where do I go next? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything. Like I just want to go to one band with one opening.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, You're getting we're we're getting old. Yeah, the the multi-day festivals thing for me, I've I've done a a couple of them, handful of them, and uh, I, I enjoyed the very first one. And then after that, they just—I've—I've not—I've put off going to Rocklahoma and these big ones because of I just after day one, I'm exhausted, man. I'm I'm yeah. I'm getting older. I can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs>
1: like, even even last Burn- night we uh, we I've saw been the- to
2: Burning Man four times and like just the thought of going makes me tired. <laughs> I'm like oh.
0: Well, we got the I'm Norm exhausted. Music Fest going on here, and it like. I missed That's last a big night. one. Oh it's huge this year.
2: The flyer is insane. Like I couldn't believe how many acts it's gotta be over a hundred different acts.
0: Oh man i bet it's more than that
1: yeah i mean i like last night um because you guys talk about like you know not being able to handle it or whatever i was making the joke last night they were we were doing skanking because it was skank man ska band and like yeah. and, I, and i started acting like i threw out my back and my and josh was like are you okay and i was like no nah, i'm just fucking with you dude but like but then we uh but like we literally sat through that one show and then the next bar we went to we looked for a table and a chairs and we were like we we're sitting down in the chairs like oh my god this feels so great <laughs> And it was only, we were only there for like maybe an hour, you know, just exhausted already. And then, no, and then I went over Jonathan, to one.
2: Your beard is epic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, Thanks. it's since I've, I've only, I haven't even been gone that long and your beard is like epic.
1: I haven't, I haven't, I don't think I'm I've shaved. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think I've shaved since it. I've seen you. Um,
2: yeah. Don't get rid of it. I love it. But, uh, but yeah. The stripes uh, are like.
1: But yeah, and then and then one of the last things I sent him was uh one of the one of the bars was was doing um dump step and stuff. And uh and I mean there was just people just going like college kids going nuts right out in this alleyway right next to the bar and then inside the bar they were going nuts and Was I'm this in like, campus? Oh. Uh it's on Main Street in uh alleyway, like that's where they're doing the It's
0: thing. kinda all up in yeah, there's there's all you can kinda just walk at a triangle kinda and catch everything if you can if you can get through the crowds you
1: know. if you can manipulate the alleyway the right way you can go to every show at, because every venue had their back doors open so you could just you could just go through the back and, and see
2: i and see like the, the paseo before. festival that is the perfect size festival for me
1: i've it's never a been festival. the, the exactly. music one or the arts festival because like
2: the the arts one
1: but they have That's bands awesome. too yeah
2: and the bands are awesome mm.
1: Yeah, they have, like, one stage, yeah. and then they have just tons of art booths.
0: Well, we, the Arts Festival here last week, and, man, it, it seemed like every time I saw... We had a photographer on who's, uh she's going to be dropping on the next episode. Shout out to Mary. Um, she was out there, and I swear every single person she took a picture of was someone we had on the show. So I'm like, yes, it's coming back. Ooh. People are getting gigs. That's a good yeah. thing. So it's really good to see, man. Um I don't know. Uh, uh, I just, I kind of try to keep up with you a little bit on your Instagram, and and uh, seems like there's an awful lot of characters in in uh, New York City, and and um, <laughs> and your cats yeah, as well. Think... Your cats are making quite a. a... <laughs> they're
1: becoming famous. They're becoming that, famous. I, I swear. Oh my gosh,
2: they really—they have fan. I mean, it, they're part of my brand. <laughs> they really—I mean, my logo has a cat, right? So, but they, yeah, people love them. They're really chill. Um, but yeah, the cat vi- Okay, so yesterday, so my boyfriend—he's a producer, like he also DJs, and he—but he's also a producer, and he made a uh, dub plate, a track for me to play last night at my gig, and it's called Cat Lady, <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. It was like. It was kind of a joke, but it's actually a pretty fire track. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he sampled the cat lady from The Simpsons and
0: Oh um, nice. Oh nice. yeah, oh, that cat lady. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. when you were about to say that, I thought you were going to go with the smelly cat from Friends. And I'm like, oh, wait. No,
1: I, yeah, this,
2: well, he was like, babe, I made this for you for your gig. And I thought he would have sampled that, too. But it was even better. And it was like, how can anyone be crazy when they love animals this much? And 12 cats is not that many. Um, it was really cute and it and it had it was like you know it's an electronic track and meow and then he incorporate he sampled a meow and used it like a synth.
0: okay, wait, and so you, you can't do you have it so that we can can you send it to us? we'll just play it.
2: Yeah, I'll have to send it.
0: <laughs> we will play that shit.
2: <laughs> I will send you the MP3. It was. I'll have him send it because I don't.
0: I'll uh, I'll add yeah, it I'll right it at this you. moment. Oh so yeah, right we'll, here. We'll cut it in.
1: <laughs> we'll edit it in for sure. That's you guys awesome. will
2: love it. It's it's brilliant. And and I killed at the club. Like I, when it was my turn to play, and I went on and I, I just played that my first track, and I'm like, this is for all my cat ladies out there. <laughs> No, and I <laughs> threw it on.
0: Did, you, did you hear like a group of chicks go
2: yeah meow yes whatever. i did actually <laughs> the girls were hooting and hollering i don't even know what they were hooting and hollering the whole time i knew i was doing a good job because the girls were hooting as a dj no matter whether you're a male or a female you need to make the girls happy
0: hey that's, that's the girls that's, are happy Yep. Yeah.
2: the whole bar is happy <laughs>
0: So, the girls, Valid. so
2: I could all I could hear were girls hollering and I was like, I am doing okay. But then the promoter yelled at me because I he wanted he was like, this is a drum and bass part. And I was playing all this 90s R&B and Big Pun and like ghost town DJs because
0: selling drinks. You know, got asses and seats. What's who's complaining, right?
2: Yeah, they, yeah, they were all dancing, and it, so it was just funny because he yelled at me, but then after I finished playing, everybody was like, "Oh, that was awesome."
0: <laughs> that's what's the that's the important part, man. Um, making sure those people. We
2: had a. It was an amazing night. It was an amazing night. Last night was so much fun. I was looking forward to that gig for weeks, and it did not disappoint. Nice. <laughs>
1: She's crazy just because she has a few dozen cats, but can anyone who loves animals that much really be crazy? Sometimes I have a glass of wine with Buster here. <laughs> He's a real comfort. I might even get a second,
0: second cat. cat. I guarantee you, we got lots of cat fans down here that'll love that. Oh, especially Christoph, man. That dude drew, uh, he reimagined the Perseus logo. Perseus is like a heavy metal band down here. And, and uh, no joke when you go to their shows, man. It's heavy riffs, heavy everything. And he reimagined their logo with, Perseus with two cats on the outside. And I'm like, that's awesome. They better put that on a t shirt. And then Jonathan told me about, oh, yeah, there's animals that are more famous than people on Instagram. And I went down this black hole <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't.
1: I was, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure you'll make more money doing a, a, an Instagram on your dogs and you yeah. are trying to do a podcast yeah. about music, apparently. I'm like,
2: I mean, I will make these visuals for my Twitch and I'll post a clip with these crazy animations that i took hours to make and i'll get like you know 30 likes and then i'll put a reel of my cat doing on um, showing her belly and it'll get like 300 <laughs> likes
0: i hate that why does that happen <laughs> put all this effort into something like i'm the same way i'll i'll post a clip of me yeah. playing guitar on something and i actually put effort into it six likes usually my musician buddies and then yeah. like i'll post just a simple picture of I don't know whatever me and the family or whatever seventy likes or what like what
2: yeah oh,
0: damn yeah, it it's funny. I just gotta I gotta figure out how to hack this thing man I'm telling you I'm in the wrong business
2: right <laughs> social media is but it's such an integral part of being a any kind of performing artist you have to invest time into it and it's annoying I I have fun with it but it it is annoying at times. But it's like you, you have to consistently post something
0: uh, yeah and uh, I'm getting better at it um, but especially Instagram Facebook it seems like it's kind of the old dog on the block you know and yeah you know, you know, just it is what it is it has it and it is it's not gonna change quickly it's it's just been around it's the big dog but Instagram you
2: know my friend. He calls it the boomer social media platform. (laughs) And I'm like, dude. It's true. You're my age. And he's like, yeah, TikTok is where it's at. That's where everybody's.
0: I I
1: mean, that's where I do all my art stuff now.
0: I haven't got on it yet. I'm still trying Uh, to keep up with...
2: I just got into re- Instagram Reels. I'm behind
1: the times. Oh, see, and I, I actually hate Instagram Reels because I consider it the uh, the lower quality version of, of TikTok. Listen to like, YouTube. It it, it's so quality, low quality. Arguing. <laughs> it is, though. You, like, TikTok has such better videos than, than Reels. Reels is like everything that got rejected or something.
2: I mean, I probably should do TikTok. I just am too lazy. Like, I'm like, I'm doing Discord. I'm doing Twitch. I'm doing Insta. I can't handle it all. It's too much. And I refuse to tweet. I refuse.
0: I haven't got on Twitter ever, but now I kind of want to spy on and see what kind of craziness is going to fly after Elon takes it all over. I, I mean, I'm... Kind of curious.
2: <laughs> yeah, crazy already. It's
0: already <laughs> a minefield. Like what? A- <laughs> how much
2: more crazy can it
0: get? Right, right. So, I'm trying to out crazy yeah. the craziest social media platform out there. But, yeah, uh, but well, yeah, just- with something like Twitch now, how is that integral with your DJing? I, I mean, I've seen your videos, but like explain it to people that might be listening because I know Twitch sure. is. What I understood it as a gaming platform because my son did the stream the streaming games and that so that's all yeah. I knew it as I didn't know it as anything uh, like that.
2: And when you get into Twitch and you start streaming on it, you really see that gamer culture built into the platform. Like with your own channel, you can you know offer incentives to your viewers with channel points that they can earn and stuff like that. So there's there's this sort of you know it's definitely gamer oriented and it was it, it started out as a platform for gamers to you know stream them i don't know why anyone wants to watch people playing a game I, but
0: like, I, i'm with you a hundred percent
2: yeah so but it's a huge thing and then people started doing what's called irl streaming where people just watch them living their lives so they're just like it's like facebook live or something you know i'm i'm in tokyo i'm going to the park you know i'm you know, petting a dog. You know, so like people started doing those, and then then you have these chicks like who will, like sit, literally put on a bikini and sit in a in an inflatable raft, a tub, and like just sit there and just chit chat with people. Just count and their money. One
1: girl... yep. yeah, and tell like them to like go to their OnlyFans for the real videos.
2: <laughs> she makes like ten grand a week doing that. You know, and then you have these. So anyway, the pandemic happened, and a bunch of. DJs got on there and other musicians as well and but there's other shit too there's like there's a turtle tank that's 24 hour you can watch this turtle tank you know huh. and but anyway all these DJs went on there and you know it be, so it's now it's still a very small part of Twitch but to us it's a big thing and so we just stream and but and I enjoyed that I still do it's just that it's there's so many people doing it now like it's like suddenly everyone and i don't have a problem with that i mean that's good the more people that do it the better it is for all of us but it's kind of like okay what's the next challenge
0: right you know, Like it gets diluted when when everybody's doing it it's like now that everybody's reached this level now who's going to do the next the well, next thing it's you know?
2: more like you just have to keep your content fresh and interesting and so i feel like I have to change my backgrounds. And now I'm doing, on Monday nights, I do a makeup tutorial. So I'm mixing tunes, but then I'm teaching people, like, how to do makeup. <laughs> and, you know, we just joke around. And I'm going to do a true crime stream that doesn't have anything to do with music. It's just, like, you know, I'm just, it's another interest of mine. And so I'm just using my channel as a platform to, like, express myself creatively, but not necessarily always with DJ. Um, you know, but the DJ, it, but it's good, been good marketing for my DJing. Um, well, I people
0: you, not. I know you put a lot of work in with, the uh, animations and stuff like that. And, um, how is, is, is to me, that does seem different than the other stuff I've seen, uh, out there. So it's, it's like, when you say you got to keep it fresh and exciting, it's like, you're, to me, you're already doing something different. So what do you mean when you say that? Fresh keep it fresh and exciting. Um
2: like cuz I have repeat I I have repeat viewers, you know. And so for them, they see the same background over and over. So I want to do pretty. something different. And then I get asked to do participate in like events where a bunch of different DJs will stream on their channel, you know, like kind of like a live event, but we're all streaming from our individual studios. And some of those events have themes or or it's representing a certain crew. So I try to design the scenes to fit with those themes. So we did one that was like all DJs from New York. And so I decided, oh, I'm going to DJ out of a halal cart because that's kind of a New York theme. And because I felt like, you know, everyone's going to do more typical New York stuff. And I thought, how about a halal? Because I already had a taco truck. So I'm like, I'm going to. DJ out of a halal cart
0: (laughs) that's cool Mm -hmm. but um, where does some of the ideas for your animations come from because some of them can I don't know some of them seem like you know like a more realistic kind of background and some of them just go like into cartoon land so is is that part of your creative process too coming up with that stuff Um,
2: marijuana (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: Yes! (laughs) Yes!
2: <laughs> Seriously, I <laughs> i mean, I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm being serious, too. Like, I'll just get stoned and come up with um, you know, that gets my creep. And for Easter, I, di- I did an Easter basket and I hid eggs in the background. So I thought, hey, you know, while people are listening to the music, they can, if maybe their kids are watching, they can find the Easter eggs. You know, it's like um and then i i did a easter egg i was like well why don't i just dj and so it was like a broken easter egg <laughs> and the dj i think
0: i saw that's the one i, one I, one. I saw yeah pretty <laughs> trippy
2: looking. so some of it is like what like where my brain goes and i'll just make weird things like i have one where i'm djing during the apocalypse and there's this big I saw that one. that's hovering yeah
0: i saw that one yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I got asked to do an apocalypse themed event and I was like I have just the perfect scene for that.
0: Well, um what are your I don't write that down. What are your uh, contacts? How can people um see your stuff if they want to to uh either book you or get a hold of you for or just see your stuff on on Instagram, Twitch, all that stuff.
2: Yeah, just basically Instagram and Facebook and know, people can contact me through either Instagram or Facebook. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what's your handle like? Best way. For, is it still oh, Undertaker? it's uh,
2: Undertaker Preeti, um, and my Twitch is Undertaker underscore Preeti. Um, <coughs> Facebook, I go by Preeti Grand, and I'm like, maybe I should change it for consistency. Because <laughs> people actually call me Preeti Grand sometimes, I'm like, that's not my name, I just that is for fun, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, Undertaker Preeti.
0: Undertaker Preeti, that'll be Twitch, Instagram, all the uh, all the socials, and all that stuff, guys. If you want to check out her yeah. stuff, uh, uh, coming
2: down to Texas in August for the Central Texas River Float Drum and Bass. So it's gonna be like a Drum and Bass event where we link JBL, like they link like couple hundred jbl speakers and listen to the music on there and they float down our lazy river
0: oh is so like san antonio or
2: yeah it's down it's down south in texas yeah oh, okay it's like near san marcos or something
0: okay um so. you got any other uh tour dates or showings or anything you're gonna do here That's in the only next
2: out of town one i have right now um just because like I don't like the beauty of being here in New York is I don't have to go out of town to play. So but if people are in the New York area, I play at least two or three times a month here in New York, either mostly drum and bass, but also house and techno. So if people want to if they follow my socials, you can see where I am.
0: <laughs> all right. I'll uh we'll get all those tags up and um breathing. Thank you for uh, oh, sitting down the with cat us.
2: lady track. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Yes. I'll add that to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for was joining so us.
2: It talking to you guys.
0: Hey, it's good to see you. And uh, I hope you uh, much success and good luck to you in the future up in New York.
2: Thanks. Likewise. Bye, you
0: guys. See Bye. ya. Bye. Have a good one.